Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. All right, everybody. We are excited today. We want to welcome you. This is the Global Watch International Call. It is January 3, 2024, 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. This is the Israel Watch that we do every week with Karen Davis and Josie and David Silver leading our family, our Israel family, and we are so happy to see you and to see everybody. And so we are going to give me to speak a blessing over you guys, and then we'll get right to it. Father, I just thank you for Karen and Josie and David. We love them. They are part of our Global Watch family. And just, we are so inspired by their passion and by their dedication and by their persistence. And, and so we take a cue from that. We just declare over the three of you, God's favor, that his favor surrounds you as with a shield. We declare over you, over the three of you, great wisdom every single day. Lord, you promise in James, you promise to give wisdom to those who ask for it. And we're asking for it for these three that they would have that sons of Issachar anointing. They would know the times and the seasons, and they would know what to do every day, every single day. We just declare renewed strength spiritually and in their bodies. And, and we just declare that for them and for their families, no weapon formed against you will prosper. That means that you will be in great physical health. You will be safe from the whatever bombs or missiles or any kind of thing from the enemy that's going on, that your your property and your provision will be untouched. And for David and Josie, we just declare great protection over your sons, that Lord, that we declare Psalms 91 over them, that you would hide them in the shelter of your wings, that no harm would come to them, no destruction <clears throat> in their tent, and may they be great witnesses in the military. And, and for the three of you, may the joy of the Lord be your strength in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you so much, Fred. I, I'm so delighted to regather. This is our first Israel Watch in 2020. It's just so great to see everybody's faces. I did take a break these last couple of weeks. And I was just saying before we started that on December 31st, New Year's Eve, when everybody was saying Happy New Year, it just was not easy to just to say that because we know that we're in the midst of the war as we crossed over into 2024. Um, the turbulence is we're in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. We're just in the middle of it. And um, but God is great and he is going to do great and mighty things and show his mighty arm in the midst of the battles that we're going to face this year. So, um, you know, as Josie and I were seeking the Lord to launch this, we're in this first week of we're all walking in victory in the days of adversary. This is so true for us here in Israel. And as we were looking through the prayer guide that Sue, that you've prepared, what jumped out for both of us was point number one for uh, week number one, faith versus fear. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be uh, focusing on today and as well as giving you an update. So before we go into it, I'm going to begin with a song that actually Josie requested this morning and it was, it's been very much on my heart too. So 
We both had it on our hearts to choose um, faith versus fear because it's very real for for us in this season and in this time. And uh, yeah, yeah, my faith here in Israel for the time I've lived here, it's it's been tested. But I think this time since October, this this time has really been the toughest for me for several reasons. And uh, I know it's just really rattled my feathers. And not just nice and fluffy, like really spiked up, like standing on end. And, and of course, it's obvious why and understandably why. And I think many of us feel like this. For me, I want to give maybe two examples if there's time, but I want to give one testimony, really, not an example, testimony of um, my faith versus fear. The infiltration down in the kibbutzim for me was utterly chilling it really deeply affected me in the night season and the day season i just i couldn't get it out of my head of course it was in the news it's right in front of us the whole time and the raw footage and scenes and test and stories that were coming forth and so it was very it really deeply affected me and I remember, I think it might have been, Karen, you can correct me, or David, it might have been, <clears throat> I think, one or two nights after that, we had a threat here of an infiltration from the north. And it was all over social media. And I think it was on the home front command that we were asked to go and close up our tristine, which is like our shutter system here, uh, close all the windows, of course, make sure the doors were locked, and turn lights off and so here I am already in in, in fear from what happened at, at the in the kibbutzim and here's now the threat of an infiltration right at our doorstep in our neighborhood on top of this mountain and I believe it was from drones coming in and there was a drone going over our home or over the mountain that night Karen you would remember this and it was a noise we were very unfamiliar with not a sound that we had heard before so they said it was a drone infiltration as well this again just so I sat we did everything we were asked to do we closed everything up I sat on our couch and in your in your writing this project that you this focus thing of victory and adversity that you sent out you mentioned the flight fight um syndrome well i went into the and freeze i went into the freeze response of that i sat there and i'm a woman of faith believe me i'm a woman of faith 
I've had to exercise my faith big time before, but my faith went into frozen mode. And I sat there. I, I've never felt so scared. It was that I had that chilling effect again because, of course, the memory of everything happened on the kibbutzim was so fresh from just a few days before. And I'm like, I was sitting there and I actually had these thoughts. They're going to come into my home and they're going to slaughter us. And I, what am I, and I'm saying to myself, what do I do? I was actually preparing myself to meet the Lord. I'm being very honest here and raw and open, but this was the reality of how I personally felt because it was a re very real thing here and it still could be up in the north, an infiltration from the north. We don't know, but that's a very strong possibility. So going back to the beginning of October and I'm sitting in frozen mode on my couch and I had a thousand thoughts running through my head. I knew that there was nothing we could do. We couldn't go out. We had to stay in our homes. And But deep within me, there was a peace in that very inner deep part. I said to myself, no matter what happens or how it happens, I will be with God. I have a hope. So that brought some deep comfort to me. But nonetheless, there was the human fear and the experience of that. And I can still even feel it now as I speak about it because it is a reality and we're human and we have emotions. So there was that. And then, of course, there's the everyday, how will I respond, faith or fear with the boys our sons being in the front lines and one more than the other being inside Gaza doing the actual battle itself. The enemy comes and tells me lies, especially at night. When I wake up in the night, the lies are there because every day we wake up to two soldiers that have been killed every day, still every day. It seems to have lessened a little bit, but at least one every day. And then the statistics have been between one to, to 12, I think was the most in one day. That's, you can wake up with the dread of what will the news be today? And knowing your own son is in there, this is also a fear response or a faith response. But I have chosen with everything within me every day to choose the faith response and I say to God, I say to God every day, and I mean it, I trust you, God, with my son. And then I'll go into all of my prayers that I pray and declare and proclaim for him, all the other believers that we know of by name that are in the battle as well. And then, of course, all of the soldiers. I ask all of what I pray for my son and the believers by name. I also cover and say these prayers for everybody and it is a choice, I suppose, that we have to make, but it's not always easy because we're fragile, frail, weak people, but we do have the word of God in us and we do have the strength of the Lord in us to be able to do it, but it is a battle. And I do remember one other, there is one other testimony that I could share and it goes with a scripture and I want to share this very quickly with you because 
I believe this scripture is a well-known scripture that we all know and we can all pray it. But for me, the day I prayed it and, and I had a tangible answer or response or experience to it, this is why I want to share it. And it was going way back when our oldest son first went into the army. He finished his three months of uh, training and he went out on his first mission. And I was a, a new mum of being having a, a son in the army here. And I was full of fear. I had no faith at all at that stage for sons being in the army, for being in war, because that was my first experience. So it, I went into my room, I knew the scripture, and I thought, I'm going to pray this scripture. So I went into my room, I got on my knees, like I always do, and I started praying this scripture. It's Philippians 4, 6 and 7, verses 6 and 7. And I'll read the scripture, and then I'll tell you what happened to me. Be anxious for nothing, everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Messiah Yeshua. This, a, this is a maxed out, packed out scripture. Several things we have to do, and then what will he will give us or do for us if we do those first things. It's like promises and con conditions to the promises. So I went into my room that day, and I said, Abba, I am anxious for my son. I'm being honest with you. Uh, and I gave him all my anxieties. I told him what my anxieties were. But then he said, everything in prayer and supplication. So I said, I'm going to make my prayers now, my supplications to you. And I did that. Then it says, with thanksgiving, I started to thank God for many things. And then I made my requests, my special requests, known to God. And at that point, the last part, I didn't bother to go any further because the last part happened in a tangible way. The peace of God that it says here will surpass all understanding and be a guard to the heart and the mind. I felt it, it was like, how can I say, it was like snow falling. I saw it in my spirit. I had my eyes closed. I saw it, but it was happening. I saw it falling down from the ceiling on me and all fear that I had it absolutely went away and I had this peace I, I can't even put into words what that peace was like but I got up and walked away a new woman with a son in the army and from when I went into that day into my room that day I was full of fear and it was like it totally broke it broke the fear and I could feel it guarding it was like a shield all around about me and I went out of my room and I was like walking on air so it is a matter of choice but I believe it's a matter of choice in choosing to go to the word of God I think the word of God in a situation of fear is the most powerful we will experience i believe the power of god and the word being outworked in us as we pray it and believe it and ask god for it so yeah these are days of where it's really hitting the road of where we to choose and fear fear is very real and um, yeah so 
that's about it from me. Josie, that is, thank you so much. That is such a great testimony. And I just want to highlight a couple of things that are so important. They're important for all of us. One is that we have a choice of our will. When we are in fear, we have a, a choice to make, whether we're going to go in fear and faith. That's our choice. And you made the choice not to just sit there and be frozen in fear, because that's what fear does. That's the first thing. And the second thing is the power of the word of God, that it's it's real. It's not just like nice words on a page. It is, he promises in Isaiah 55 that his word will not return void, but will accomplish, uh, will, excuse me, will accomplish what he desires and will prosper in the thing for which he sent it. That's and right. that his word is living and active. And you actually experienced that peace of God that passes all understanding. It's supernatural. It doesn't make sense in the it natural. It was supernatural. You're right. Uh -huh. it, it, it doesn't make sense in the natural, but it was God fulfilling what he absolutely said in his word in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And Philippians 4, 8 is a great follow-up to that, which is basically calling us to focus on the things that are pure and above and are true and of good report. Mm -hmm. It is a choice not to be focusing on the negative things. And that is a, it's a discipline. It's difficult to do, especially when you're in the midst of difficulties. But in this season and in 2024, I'm just telling you for all of us, God is calling us to do that. We have to do that. We cannot sit back and just fall into fear and inactivity and be frozen and all of those things. So your testimony is just, just a perfect example of what God is calling us all to do. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, before we go to David, I, I just want to add a couple of scriptures to what Josie was saying. We're talking about walking in victory in days of adversary, adversity. And um, a key scripture for us, I believe, is uh, 1 John 5, 4 that uh, says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And so faith, this faith versus fear, faith is the key to victory, not just over fear, but to be the faith that the Lord has the answers. And I know that we're here, we're in the middle of a physical war, war of survival for the nation of Israel, this big national crisis that we're in right now, a huge battle. But then within that, we're living our lives and we're living our lives in community and we're facing other kinds of battles. We're pa facing battles, relational battles, and which is, I, I think this is something, Susan, you've really emphasized this also, that going into the end times, we're, we're going to be dealing with offenses and, and the accuser of the brethren and issues of forgiveness. And these are, can be huge battles and they're so essential that we find faith in the midst of those. And these can be very complicated difficult situations that we don't have the answers to. We have to maintain the faith. We have to build up our faith because as Josie said, she's sitting there in fear frozen. You, okay, you went to the word and the word definitely encourages, but the word, our word also says to, to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So I have been finding myself just praying in tongues, like praying unceasing, holding on to the faith that the Lord has the wisdom, that in him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, and that whatever I'm lacking, whatever the situation needs, that the faith, just uh, building up my faith that to wait on the Lord, to be able to wait in confidence 
on the Lord, that he will bring the victory. Because another thing that we find in his word is he says, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Messiah Amen. Yeshua. And so that's a promise, always. He will bring the breakthrough. And we don't know how it's gonna come in many situations. Uh, we don't have the wisdom for it. But as we wait on him, <clears throat> he's so faithful to do that. And then of course the remembrance uh, we can build up our faith by remembering what he's done for us in the past, remembering what he's done for the children of Israel, <laughs> going all the way back to the Red Sea. So that's uh, what I wanted to add to encourage us. On that. Uh, you, you know what I'm hearing, listening to you too, I'll just throw, thrust this in, but I, I've been focused on the Isaiah 61.6 priesthood. <laughs> that God's, this is, you're birthing it out, you guys. And we're witnessing it, you guys, through this war. God is working his word through through all of you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that tribulation, my husband had a message. It was called Tribulation Brings Forth Triumph. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I remember exactly the title of it, but we because we've been on the front lines of these being in Israel, having to face the enemy face on in its physical manifestation of the evil of, of the spirits behind the, the spirit of Haman and destruction and, and having to worship into that. It's just forced us to, I feel like everything that we've done on this mountain for the last 30 years has just been preparations for where we're standing right now to be able to stand in the midst of battle. So every previous trial was training. It's all been training. Lord, train our hands for war and our fingers to battle. So David, I'm gonna hand over to you. <laughs> okay. Shalom everyone, I'm great to be with you uh, today. And I just wanted to confirm what Karen said right at the very beginning. I had a lot of people sending emails and saying Happy New Year. And uh, as Karen said, it's very difficult to say that from your heart and I know Karen lives on the other side of the mountain, uh, but we're actually sitting here, as you can see in my background, we're actually literally facing, we're facing the enemy and uh, with the thoughts of Hezbollah and all their rockets being 30 kilometers, 20 miles and less than a, a minute flying time away, it places us in a very delicate situation. And what I want to do just very quickly, because I want to leave time for prayer, is to give you a, a very quick update on two things that have happened. One's just happened in the last couple of hours, and then try to tie that into the subject of what Josie spoke about, faith or fear, and then maybe try to, I uh, just want to encourage you to use that as a prayer point when you're praying for uh, our government, and particularly the, the War Council and the military leaders. Basically, the situation is at the moment, or it was until yesterday afternoon, that Gaza, the army's operation in Gaza, is fairly well under control and they've, they've been able to reduce the rockets coming out of Gaza by 90%, which, was, which is a great relief, of course, particularly for people living down south. And they're already beginning, maybe at the request of America, but they're already beginning to bring at least two battalions of soldiers, hopefully even our son and other believers out of Gaza. And really the focus has been on the northern border where our other son is serving and the, the hostilities on the northern border have been picking up almost every day to the point that there's far more 
rockets coming in across the north and anti-tank missiles, etc. then down south. So we were facing that, literally facing that and facing the prospect of it getting even worse and perhaps turning into a full-scale conflict with Hezbollah, even though I think both sides perhaps don't really want that. But as most of you probably heard, there was, there was a major explosion in a building in Beirut yesterday afternoon. And what was going on there was there was a, a strategy meeting of the top Hamas leader inside uh, Lebanon and three or four other senior uh, Hamas leaders were in that, I think it was an office in a small build, a small block, and it was a precise targeted hit by either a, a drone or maybe a, an Air Force jet fired a, a guided missile right into that room and uh, took them all out. And of course, that has really ramped up the, the risk of a major, uh, a major situation breaking out up north. The leader of Hezbollah, Nisrallah, had warned Israel not to do anything like that. And I'm not saying Israel did it. We're not, uh, I'm not going to say that. But what, whoever did it or what it did, it was a very successful pinpoint operation that took out almost the entire top leadership of Hamas in, uh, in Lebanon. And the other thing that's just happened one or two hours ago, today is the, I think, the third or the fourth anniversary of the day that the Americans assassinated a general of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, Soleimani, I think his name is. And there were obviously people at his grave today remembering this anniversary, and there's been two explosions, and over 50 people have been killed. And already, they're not, I don't, we, I, I'm not saying at all that Israel did that, but obviously it's quite possible Israel will get the blame, and it will ramp up again, ramp up the situation between Iran and Hezbollah. The, really, in the last the last just over 20 hours since the assassination in Lebanon, and now with this happening in Iran, and it's too early to really know what happened there, but I think it's just exacerbated the, the situation dramatically. And so here we are facing that. And again, it, it requires, I guess it requires uh, our faith not to allow fear to uh, take over. But what I want to do is just think, I want you to think about our government, the Prime Minister, the War Council, the leaders of our military, whether they were, whether they made this choice to, particularly with that assassination, whether they made the decision to go ahead and do that, knowing the possible consequences. Now, as I said, it was a, it did successfully take out a large part of the leadership up there, but and they don't, of course, these men don't have the faith. <laughs> they don't have the faith, and even if they believe in God, religious Jews don't really, they're not, they don't really have that same faith that God is going to do what we are believing He's going to do. So, just what, what I wanted to do is ask you to put yourself in those in their position that they have to make these very um, important strategic decisions. Uh, of how they're going to continue with this, with their warfare plans. And surely, obviously, faith and fear, even though they don't have the faith in God, but surely faith and fear is a dynamic that would be affecting all of them, probably fear more than faith, but they still have to go ahead and make this decision, the, or these decisions, lots of decisions every day, without the, without the deep Holy Spirit faith that, that believers have. 
to try to get us through this. So that's I think that's something that we when we, either we pray it today or you just in your in your own prayer time when you're praying for the situation here and praying for the government and praying for the war council and the military the top military leaders just from that understanding that that we would be able to pray that God would give them that Holy Spirit, even if they are not aware of it, that God would move upon them and enable them to be able to make these correct decisions and not let fear rule those fear or manipulation, whether wherever that's coming from outside of the country or inside of the country, but not to allow them, not to allow them to make their decisions based on fear but on whatever faith they have, in either if it's in the IDF, it's in if it's in God in some way, they really need to make that decision based on faith rather than fear. Yeah, plenty to pray about. So I think I'll just hand, really hand back to you, Fred and Sue, and let's maybe I think it'd be good to spend the rest of the time praying for this ramp up of the situation, and if we have time to pray for the government and the the War Council as they move ahead with the with the war. David and Josie, as you've been praying, I'm just going to put this out in gearing our, our prayers. And you can correct me if I'm reading this wrong, but <clears throat> over the weekend and with all the things that have happened, particularly Christmas Day and all of this, I, I was asking the Lord, what is, how do we pray? Do we push back? Do we push back or what? But I felt like, I feel like the sound of war has shifted and <clears throat> that we're now to instead of pushback we're supposed to it, it, gear towards make way make way of the lord and <clears throat> when you push back you need a shield but when you make way you have a shield and a sword and that's the way i view the watches the shields and israel you're this you are the swords of iron <clears throat> but father i pray that we would hear the accurate sound that is being released in heaven. That if you're releasing the war angels to make way, Father, I pray for their, for strategies to be released on earth, to unearth the obstacles that would um, keep you from moving forward. Your word says, and it will be said, build up, prepare the road, remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. For this is what the high and exalted one says, he who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live on high and a holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Father, I pray for the releasing of this heart amongst us all across the nations now as war rages and the enemy wants to push forward, Father, that we, you, and us would make way for the kingdom to expand and to prosper even in the times of war. We call forth encounters with you, not only with the contrite and the lowly, but for those in leadership to have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I thank you, Sue. I'd like to just <clears throat> say a prayer, and then I'll call on a couple of people, and then we'll open it up. If we have time, and I just want to just be a reminder, remind everybody that this is so important, Karen and, and Josie and David, that you guys get this, because I believe that it's absolutely miraculous that in three months time, that there has not been a major invasion from the north to Israel. It's that could have happened <clears throat> remember, a, a long, a while ago now, it seems, 
we were praying David over the fact that there were something like 160,000 missiles or whatever that are in the north that um, would the, the the fear was that they would overwhelm the uh, the Israel Israeli defenses. And um, although there's been there's been significant activity between Israel and the north, there has not been a major invasion. And I believe that is because <clears throat> there you are on the top of Mount Carmel, <clears throat> northern command that you are literally by by the spirit that you're holding back the hand of the enemy to come and and invade and destroy Israel. And so, Father, we just thank you that there is, as Karen was saying, 30 years of preparation at Kehilat HaKarmel for such a time as this. And we are just believing, Lord, that your hand, that there is a, a wall of fire over the northern border, that there will not be an invasion, a major invasion from the north. There has not been and there will not be. And we just declare that. <clears throat> we declare that by faith. We're going we're gonna to stand in faith and not fear for northern Israel. And we're just believing that, that deaths are going to be absolutely minimal and that Israel will be able to do what it needs to do in the south and Gaza without an inv a major invasion from northern Israel. And that you are going to give wisdom to the government, to the generals, to the ones who are making the military decisions wisdom from above every day that lord you can give wisdom to even to those who don't know you and so we just declare those things in yeshua's name and we thank you lord that we are as karen was saying we're walking in victory you always cause us to walk in victory every day we just thank you yeshua amen let's go to shirley zemko shirley and then utah from germany i just want to say ever since karen mentioned the title of David's message. I was looking at his titles. We've listened to him since 2015. And I'll tell you just the titles alone. He spoke into today. He spoke what was coming. He spoke what it was to live by faith and to have the joy of the Lord in the midst of all. So Father, I just thank you and praise you God, that your word never fails. I thank you, Father, that your word does not dissipate, that does not weaken, but God, as the days go forward, Lord, your word is the solid ground in which we stand, that we are planted on. And I thank you, Father, that your word, uh, when we put our faith in your word, it truly does dispel word, the, the words of fear the thoughts of fear as we put on the mind of Messiah. And we thank you and praise you, Father, that you did not give us that spirit of fear, but that of love, of power, and of a soundness of our mind as we yield ourselves to you and we saturate ourselves in your presence and in your word. And Father, I just thank you that truly, as Karen has been the warrior bride, it has been spoken of, it has been demonstrated, and Lord, it is now in the full view for all to see, as Fred was saying. And I thank you, Father, for the safety, and I thank you for the protection and the provision that you provide, Lord, for the two sons of Josie and David and all the others. Lord, we're just crying out to you, giving you thanks and giving you praise, Lord, in the midst of the war in the midst of the chaos god we thank you that you are our peace that you are our soundness and lord that you will take us forward 
because this is just the beginning. And as Fred is known to say, the best is yet to come. And truly it is. Your glory will be revealed and all the earth will see it in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Thank you, Shirley. Go ahead, Yuta. Just unmute yourself. Yes, I saw really David changing this armor. He gave us all this armor and he was... He just was wearing his shepherd cloth and his swing shot and the stones the Lord had him to pick up. And Father, I thank you that there is a shift that um, Israel, the people of Israel, um, they will look to you, Lord. You bring them into remembrance and you draw them to yourself, Lord, like you do it with all of us together. But we are standing with your people in Israel. We are standing and we say, we speak, be strong in the Lord because you say, Lord, the people that know their God will do great exploits. They will be courageous and they will be uh, strong in you. Father, thank you that you release the excellency of your strength into your people, Father. Thank you that you release living hope into them, Father courage into their hearts father we stand together with them that these sons and daughters will be burst forth in the pressure of the situation father holy spirit thank you that you are birthing and we are standing together also as midwives we are standing with you together and thank you that you bring forth because you say i don't give uh, a birth without bursting it we, uh, without bringing it to a closure. So we thank you, Lord, that it's your thing, what you are doing, and you are doing an amazing thing in Israel, Father, and you are in control, and you say, be still and know that I am God, Father, and we're looking and, and we're expecting from your hand and from your power, Lord, that it will be done, Lord, you will, will come through, and you come with this breaker anointing, and, and you go ahead, the breaker in Micah 2, it says that he is walking ahead of us and he breaks forth and he breaks through. And thank you, Lord, we are hanging us on your heels and we walk with you together and we declare the, uh, the battle and the victory belongs to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Yuta. So we're going to go, we're, we're opening it up now. We're going to go to just raise your hand electronically. If you want to give a prayer, let's uh, try to be brief. We'll go to Afifa. Go ahead and unmute yourself and give us your prayer. Okay. Thank you very much all for sharing. Just a quick word to Josie. Josie, you said when you described the fear, when you described that you will walk on the air and the Lord awaking up to me, and I just want to declare over you that uh, you like the eagle and the eagle always flies on his own. And when you said I was walking on air, you were flying out with him because he's what he said. He made you to pass through not just the water, but the air. But Lord, I just want to thank you for Israel. I want to thank you for what we hear. And I pray for again that faith arise to every belief, young and old. And I declare these words, Lord Jesus, you said you put a boundary to the sea. They cannot be passed through. Hallelujah. And you said it will not pass through. And you put a boundary to the evil one over Israel. They will not 
passing through, Lord Jesus. A new going to determine every decision. Pray for the wisdom for the leader, Lord God, for the government leader. They have a wisdom from you, even if they don't recognize it from you. But we pray wisdom, Father God, to manage and to do the strategic plan for Israel to be win. And Lord Jesus, it mentioned already damage, a lot of stuff happening. But I pray your glory, your glory will come over Israel that wipe away every damage, wipe away any trace of everything because you do. Yes, Lord Jesus, David said, we love, sorry, Fred said, we said, we love Karen, we love Josie, we love David. I agree with that totally. But I say, you, God, love Israel. You love Israel totally, Lord Jesus. That And then you will not going to leave or forsaken till you fulfill every promise that you have spoken to Israel. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're doing. In, in, in Yeshua's name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ashtisa. Let's go to Hillary. Go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you. I'm um, seeing that in the realm of the spirit, Lord, we just say thank you. You've given us authority as the ecclesia to actually close down the altars of darkness of the intelligence from the spirit realm. We close the eyes of the watchers. We stop their ears. We gag their mouths. We turn their faces away. And we declare there shall be no retaliation payback or revenge, no accident, infirmity or calamity of devastating proportions that the evil one is wanting to concoct. And we say, thank you, Lord. We see your mighty right hand raised up saying this far and no further. And that, Father, you would render inoperative her the strategies of the evil one that would want to create chaos and extend the borders of this conflict. So we declare the power of the blood of Jesus Christ over all of Israel, over Gaza, over Lebanon, over the north, the south, the east and the west. We say thank you, Jesus, and that no weapon forged against it that you have not permitted shall prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. And we just call forth faith to arise in the hearts of the people, Lord, and for you to strengthen them in their inner man and for people to start having dreams and encounters with you, Lord, in these moments, this wonderful testimony of our beloved sister. And that, Father God, these would get out on the social media and you would be seen and known as the holy God of Israel who has come to rescue your people. We call this forth in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Hillary. Morel, go ahead. Yes, I want to take up the bulwark anointing that Rick Riding declared was given to Australia. I'd like to give a short outline that it is similar to assist cease and desist order uh, and it represents a hand being raised to say stop cease and i quote from deuteronomy 2020 thou shalt build bulwarks against the city that makes war with thee until it be subdued and isaiah 26 1 b we have a strong city salvation will god appoint 
for walls and bulwarks. So the first bulwark I want to declare in the protection of Israel is that there will be no nuclear war or no, no World War III coming out of this conflict. There will be nothing the enemy will be able to do that will go out of the will of the Lord. And also I, I make a, a cease and desist order of any breach or infiltration of the borders, every border, and I include the sea borders, the Mediterranean Sea and the Red Sea. And he mentioned Leviathan the serpent and the dragon spirit, which we bind and declare completely powerless and inoperative. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. And we thank you, Lord, you are revealing the extent of the authority that you're giving to your anointed, to your ecclesia in the mighty name. And it's only by the name, only by the power of the blood that we can act because we do it in your authority only. And we do it as one. And with that authority in your name, amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to go to Paula and then Harry, and then we're going to go back to you, Josie and David, for final comments. Go ahead, Paula. Amen to those powerful prayers, Lord. And even as those strategic warfare prayers are sent out, even as you in your grace and goodness dispatch angelic assistance to accomplish those declarations that have been made, Lord, I want to pray very specifically for the young IDF soldiers, especially the Messianic Jewish believers, Lord, any believers among the Messianic, among the IDF, Lord, I ask in the name of Yeshua that you would cover them with your stealth covering, Lord, that they would be under the protection of the shadow of your wings, that they would go exactly where you assign them to go, not to the left, not to the right, but exactly where you assign them to go, and that you would protect them in that, and that you would give them the strength that they would rise up on wings as eagles. Even in their youth, they would not be weary because they would be operating by a supernatural strength, Lord, that you would have them on assignment, that they would know it. Lord, your hand is on the young people of Israel. Israel right now, Lord, you are catalyzing them as a mighty force for your plans and purposes. And so we pray your protection over them in every capacity. And we ask that everything that you assign them to do, they will accomplish, that they would fulfill your purposes in their generation for your glory and for the good of Israel, Lord. We bless them in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Paula. Let's go to Harry, and then we're going to go back to we're going to go back to David and Josie for final comments. Go ahead, Harry. Yeah, just a couple of passages from Psalm one thirty nine. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. And so I just want to declare and decree that this is the season and the time between the porch, the altar, and the door. And that as we continue to press in as watchmen, as intercessors, Lord, that you will open eyes to see the that the individuals of the idea, the individuals of the nation will see 
that it's a personal relationship with you. I thank you, Father God, for the unity in the land. But I pray that it would go deeper, Lord God, that it would go down to the personal level, Father God, and that the eyes of their hearts will be opened, Lord God. And between now and when we come to Purim, Lord God, there will be this beautiful transformation that will happen, Lord God, and your kingdom will come and your will be done over the land and over the people of Israel in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Harry. Let us go back to Josie and David for final comments and, and Karen, and then we're going to transition into um, the uh, Israel Daily Briefing. Go ahead, Josie and David. Do you have any anything that you want to final comments or things that you want to pray before we, we transition? I just want to say thank you and agree 100% with the prayers, the declarations that have been prayed. You are people of faith. <laughs> it comes through, and I know that it is powerful. So you stand with us, you join your faith with ours, and I just want to thank you. And we'll continue to walk this road, this journey. Just to finish for me, I really sense that for each of us, we've all walked with God for different uh, periods of time or decades. But in everything that we've gone through and we've been through, it's always a, 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 a step process. It's always a preparation for the next time, isn't it? And then the next time and the next time for what we have to face. And I, I truly feel for, for us here now and myself personally that this particular period of time, this particular season that is, is so, is, so uh, is definitely adding bricks to, to the story, so to say, or the journey that we're on to, to strengthen us for the next, the next what will, whatever will happen. I really believe that we need this to be, we need this strengthening. Uh, for what will be ahead. As I'm talking for, for Israel. I know things are going to happen all over the world, but I'm particularly talking and speaking for what will happen uh, in the next stage here in the land that the, these last three months have been a real time of being tested with our faith and versus the fear, but also at the same time, the Lord has used it to, to bring a greater and a deeper strength, uh, a reinforcement and a strengthening in the fabric of our being. Amen. Amen. Said David, you have. Yeah, I just want to thank you all again for standing with us and praying for us. And I know that as the situation increases, as it's likely to for the next few weeks, at least anyway, that your prayers will increase. So, Father, I just want to thank you for each and every one in the meeting and those watching the recording, Lord, who are praying, who are standing with Israel, Lord, that as we launch off into 2024, Abba, that you would truly supernaturally fill each and every one with much more faith than we've ever experienced before, because we really, all of us, we all need that faith. So be blessed with uh, that increase of faith and be blessed in every area of your lives in the abundance of the Lord God of Israel. Karen? And I just want to add that we started out with First John 5, 4, that this is the victory, even our faith. And every battle that we face, ultimately the enemy is after our faith, to destroy our faith. And I just want to say that I believe the Lord is also really emphasizing the importance 
of exhorting each other daily, of supporting each other, the encouragement to, there are battles that are just too great for us without standing together with brothers and sisters. And it can be one or two people. Of course, what we're doing here corporately is, is tremendous. But as we walk through our daily lives, we just must be exhorting each other daily and staying in close fellowship. So, amen. amen. <laughs> Looking amen. forward to what's ahead here with Avi. I think he's on now, yeah. And well said, uh, Hebrews 10, 24, Yes. spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Mm -hmm. And we just want to say that it is our privilege in the Global Watch to really stand alongside of you all in the land and uh, pray for you and pray with you uh, on a daily basis. And we're it's our privilege. It's part of our calling. It's part of what we were meant to do. And we're going to we're going to stay with you. We're going to keep uh, praying until we see that until we see the, the ultimate victory. And uh, so again, it's a tremendous privilege. Um, Susan, let's uh, we're we're going to transition now into um, the uh, Israel Daily Briefing. We have uh, Avi on with us, so why don't you uh, end this recording?